Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. I saved my farm. It's saved. I saved it. The farm has been saved. Yes, that's I, all that matters. Uh, I uh, messed up the farm. I don't know if I told you that story. Mm. No, no, you're going to have to tell me the story now. Do you want to hear? Understand what you, you want to yeah, tell please you right give now? me. Yeah, okay, no, so no, the story I'm goes. I'm just sitting here with the suspense. Okay, go. Four score, no. Uh, Four score, so, <laughs> 77 seven years ago. <laughs> I, uh, I resolved, one might say, to play Stardew the other evening. And... Actually, it was after we played Diablo, so I guess Friday night? No. That yeah, was I don't one know. of the nights, yeah. Whatever. We did something, and then I watched something. I did something else, then I went to bed, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, it's late, but I can probably get in, you know, 10, 15 minutes of Stardew, and maybe Just listen enough, yeah. to a couple Two Tree bod- podcasts, you know, as, as one does. As one does, yes, when they're playing Stardew. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I fired it up. And I'm listening to the podcasts, and then I woke up, and I had skipped a podcast. <laughs> like, I had oh, listened no. to it while asleep, and I had gone through several days on Stardew without <laughs> being awake. Because when you, when, you, when you stay up at night, you collapse. And yeah. then when you collapse, they put you back in bed, and you wake up oh, the next morning, and you're like, oh, I'm back Lordy. in bed. And you get the lovely letter from the doctor. Hey, I found you collapsed in a field. Uh, I docked you pay, but good thing we found you. You know, whatever. Good, yeah, and you're half, half, uh, half energy, and then you've, you've probably lost things. I don't know if you lose things if you fall asleep. Just money. They just take money from you. And I think it's only the one time. Just, just Moonies? Nice. Yeah, I don't know. But either way. So I was too tired to really look at it and figure out what had happened so i just kind of closed it all down and went to bed so then the next day i realized you know without even looking at the game i said to myself holy cow <laughs> i fell asleep and i think i just ruined my farm <laughs> so i kind of avoided it that next day and then finally the the following evening so that's two nights later i opened it back up and sure enough it had been i think i fell asleep on summer day 26 or something and when i opened the game i was fall day one <laughs> so oh I'd skipped my like, gosh yeah i'd skipped like four days and all of my crops Jeez. were dead and whatever but that's the cool thing about the game is like even though i skipped or you know accidentally fell asleep uh, yeah and whatever however many days 
it was really, you know, only that my crops died. Nothing else really happened. So, um, and the one set of crops was still living because it was uh, also a fall um, crop that works in fall was corn. So certain crops only grow during certain seasons, and the seasons are the calendar. There's one calendar, uh, like 30 days worth of one season. So it's kind of neat the way it breaks that down. So I had gotten into fall now, and all the summer crops were dead. And I just, you know, moved them out of the way and got them free and clear and then planted new crops. So it's fine now, but I fell asleep and ruined all my crops. It's like you wake up. I just imagine the scene of... Well, The Walking Dead, when Rick wakes up and everybody is zombies, you wake up and all your crops are dead. <laughs> but in yeah, real life, you wake up to find that your your video game has basically proceeded without <laughs> you. <laughs> I, had go, I had to go back on one of the podcasts that I had listened to, quote, listened to, and, <laughs> and I had like missed the entire podcast, so I had to go back on it. Nice. It did you dumb. like subconsciously listen to? Uh, did you like subconsciously listen to the podcast and later on and they're like, "Wow, why does this?" Why, why did I have this like phrase stuck in my head? You, yeah, it was like deja vu. It was like and, the Matrix. I was like, didn't I listen to this? But I didn't. I don't know what's happening, but I totally feel like I, feel I listened like to it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Saw funny. that black cat. Yeah, it was a good time. Nice. You were definitely, uh, you were definitely hardcore living the dad moment where you get so tired. You just want to keep going and you just slowly fall asleep. And <laughs> next thing you know, you're uh, three hours later and all your crops are dead. Well, so I will tell you that women, when they are pregnant and, you know, have children, they gain superpowers. They do. They can smell things you can't smell. They can hear things you can't hear, usually from down the block. Um, The dads do get a superpower uh, as well, and that is to fall asleep anywhere they choose. So (laughs) your new superpower will be the ability to fall asleep in any position, in any place. So congratulations. That is what you have to look forward to. Great. I am looking forward to it. I am sure uh, there will be times where I fall asleep with the Switch in my hand with Olivia uh, and the other, or like laying next to me, and I'm like, oh, shoot. It's been three hours. My battery's dead on my Switch. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've let several days in Zelda go by. The moon has risen. I have new enemies to face. Yeah, I'm sure that's what will happen. Hey, those are the those are the best stories, though. Yeah, but it's weird because in a lot of video games, um, you there are save points, and you know you save at one point, and then you fall asleep at some point, and you can just reload your save. But in certain games like Stardew, it's like there's no the only save points are when you go to bed in the game. So there's no like, oh, I fell asleep, I can just roll back to where I was and whatever. No, it's not. There's nothing like that. It's just nice. all auto auto saves, all the way down. All former auto saves. Well, uh, that's. I'm glad you were able to turn it around because sometimes you do. I I know I'm invested in my farm and I'm trying everything in, under the sun to make sure that it's successful. And um, I'm sure that'd be extremely disappointing waking up to find that all your hard work is gone. But now you've turned it around and you're you're heading for the uh, home stretch. You're, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. So you're in fall. And that means yeah, fall of be, year one. I, do you know? I didn't look. It's like there are only two years that have campaign. Like it's like a two-year story, and then after two years, it's done, and you just kind of farm forever. Do you know if that's the case? I don't. I don't. Well, know. Uh, 
No, no, because... No. So, okay, the way I understand it, mild spoilers, and this is not really spoilers, but, you know, in case people want to not be spoiled, I guess. Right, yeah. Year three, I believe the ghost of your grandfather appears to check up on how you're doing and, like, give you a, like, progress report. And so... Interesting. If you want the best result, you have to do X, Y, and Z, which I immediately closed the window as soon as I had read something about that because I'm like, I don't want to care about that. I don't really care. You don't want to, it's so, ruined, yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's, from what I understand, it's arbitrary. It's not like, it's just if you want to compare to other people, right? So like, nice. that way, by year three, you have to have done X, Y, and Z, you know, caught X number of fish, yeah. done X number of things. I don't know, and I don't care. I don't want to know. But yeah, if you want to be, quote, the best or get the best time, something, something you care, then you can judge it by that year three progress report. But you're saying you want to be the best like no one ever was. To I knew them. you were going to do that. I knew it. <laughs> Darn it. OK. Anyway. <laughs> Sidetrack. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, but Success. so there's no real. OK, so you say story campaign, but the real story in the campaign is brought on or comes out of the npcs and their interactions and so you can continue to have those interactions and build up to i think it's a maximum of those 10 hearts per npc and really doing that takes a long time for each of them i mean you're giving gifts or not or just talking to them all the time so trying to dance with them and getting rejected there's really no limit to the game from what i understand you just keep going and going going until you want to bring an end to it I think, and then I'm that not even sure, terrible. but I think at the end of it, you can continue to farm if you want to. So nice. I don't know, and you don't have to bring that end until you want to bring the end. I don't, I don't fully understand, but In I think end, you just keep going. Yeah, it doesn't really matter <laughs> anyway because yeah. <laughs> I'm ignoring your uh, your little uh, yeah Lincoln Park In the, reference. <laughs> In the end, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're Lincoln Park. Right. Um. What was I saying? Now, God, Justin, jeez. I'm doing anyway. So, just focus on the journey. It's about the journey, yeah, yeah, not exactly. the destination. So, I, I think we talked about this first. I had anxiety. I think we both at one point had anxiety starting, and I for just sure looking at what's supposed to happen, and just looked at what I'm getting hope is like, oh, the recipes or I don't know. It was on your end. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. That was weird. All right. Anyways. Yeah, no, I, uh, I jumped right in. I never really looked at, like, the guides until I was like, well, I need to know what to give this person. And frankly, yeah. I don't feel like putting in 20 hours to figuring it out. Yeah. So this, this um, puzzle of, of wordplay that I've tried <laughs> to figure out. Yeah, I don't have time for this. I want to hit on this lady earlier, so I'm just going to figure out what she likes by looking uh, uh, at. For me, for me, it was like, who's strategically the best person <laughs> who will help her on the farm? <laughs> I'm like, I need more yeah. hands. This is not about marriage. This is about a, a civil union and, and where I'm going to utilize this individual as Justin labor, proposes so. to Seth because he gives <laughs> you the best food for the minds. Heck yes. <laughs> uh, no, I did the same thing. I looked through all, all of them, including the guys, because um, some of them are really good. So uh, Exactly. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one. All right. I, we've talked about Stardew a lot. I don't want to bore yeah, people we should who clearly uh, don't we should care. Just say, in fact, let's just cut the podcast. It's over. We're done. It's over. Now. Yeah. Um. So what have, other than that, what have you been playing? Because to be honest, again, <laughs> it's another week. 
that we have and by the way and i this is totally a setup because josh uh for those listening has a, a section in the note that says played josh and there's one two three four five six seven seven games that he's played apparently ridiculous week. super ridiculous <laughs> but this um, was more a check on me to be like you remember in the podcast josh when you said that you never have time to play games this yeah, is yeah. i would obviously lied i totally li- i must have lied you know, you just counted them seven games. Yeah. So, uh, what have you been playing other than Stardew? <laughs> since since we literally have had no news, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into them. I'm just gonna list them. Ready? Okay. Diablo yeah. three, Stardew yes. Valley. We said that a bunch. Yeah. Mario Kart sixty four. I actually back. played some Perfect Dark the other night. Which which uh, that's what Xbox? No. What? No Xbox no. three sixty. You're oh, fired. What? You're fired. Per- Perfect Dark from N64? Yes. The... Oh, I never played that. Oh. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I have to I forgot out. that they brought it to the Xbox. I was trying to remember. I'm like, oh, there was a game after the 64 one. What was it and where was it? And then I'm like, was it on GameCube? I think it might have been at one point. But yeah, it that was brought to the wrong. Xbox, wasn't it? Yeah, it was brought to the Xbox. Um, That's super disappointing. There was a game that I played, uh, not to like side tangent, but totally to side tangent. There was a game on N64 that I played that was a, a shooter, a shooter game, uh, but like they they were kind of like cartoon esque characters. Time splitters. Um, no, which was also a very good game. Yes. Um, what time splitters was on N64? No, I just that's the first thing that came to my mind. I think the um, first one on a Nintendo system was on GameCube. I think that's. I'm gonna right. have to look. Uh, but it was a. Uh, was it Perfect Dark? There's no way it was Perfect Dark. Would it be? Wouldn't it be funny if that was the game that I was playing for this longest time? And well, but Perfect Dark wasn't cartoony. I mean, you could no. do the big head thing. I'm looking for. I'm. I'm gonna <laughs> keep looking. It's the best radio ever. Um. All right. Well, while you look it up, I'm gonna go back to to my list here. Yeah. Please tell us. Let's, Super let's, Metroid. Let's... I played some Super Metroid. I played Metroid Fusion. I actually bought. I gave in to myself. This is really bad. It's super impulse buy. And I was pining for Metroid Fusion. I don't know why. I just woke up in the morning and was like, I got to play. I got to play this game again. It's because it's, it. it's really the, the follow up to Super Metroid. I don't know if you know that, but the same director or, or guy who made Super Metroid on, led the team or something, something was something, something, something. responsible for Metroid Fusion. So it's very good. Very, uh, more linear i would say in some ways but very story oriented and um very good so i played that on the wii u i bought it for eight bucks on the wii u and uh then i played some metroid samus returns which is the 3ds remake of metroid return of samus Samus, that's the seven games speaking of samus have you played smash brothers recently not recently it's been a couple weeks i think so like for me this is a game and now I mean, this isn't really like a topic, but um, I've had a problem with Smash Brothers. One being the fact that they're really only for me the replay replayability isn't by yourself. Like playing it solo, it's not as replayable. Minus the fact that you can do the uh, online playing, like you can do multiplayer online, which again, to me, uh, I don't have the drive for it. But two, I guess. Part of it is if you're playing it online, you're more of a competitive player of Super Smash Brothers. 
um, or at least that's what you're earning, like you're trying to get towards, uh, or if that's what you enjoy. Uh, I, I just don't see any replayability after the fact you get all the characters, and the only time you play is when you have people over to play it. Like, it's really just a party game. It's not a game that you pick up and play just for the heck of it by yourself. Do you agree with that? I do, because I agree with that in most fighting games. I know. I know. Here we go. Oh, the hate mail's go. gonna... Hate mail! All the hate no, mail. No, I Iron get Box bored. Already, so. Yeah, I get bored with fighting games after a while solo. The only exception yeah. to that rule for me, and it's not really a rule, it's just that I get bored, but the only time that's been an exception for me is Street Fighter Alpha 3. And that game I played hundreds of hours <laughs> and got all the unlockable characters and you know dark akuma and all the stuff you know so it was like it was like my game for fighting games i don't know and the other exception i guess is dead or alive i played a bunch of that although most of that was with my wife so no never mind that was not solo i take that back it was uh, uh super street fighter no street fighter alpha 3 that's the one I played a bunch. So, yeah, that was on PlayStation, the original PlayStation. The original PlayStation. Well, I, I, well the reason why I bring this up is because uh, Super Smash Brothers just received another player, uh, another DLC new fighter to add to the mix. It's more than one, uh, isn't it? Well, it's a Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah. There uh, were like player. three Dragon Quest characters they put in. Yeah, so they've added Dragon Quest characters before it was... Uh, the Joker from Persona. Yes. Five. And it's or the Dragon Quest characters series. and the Piranha Plant. Am I right in saying that? Piranha uh, Plant is now a playable character. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, granted, I haven't bought it myself. <laughs> uh, Neither have I. I plan on it. Yeah. <laughs> but right. uh, I, just, I just feel like the, I don't know how much value that play, uh, you know, adds to the game of adding a character here and there to play. I mean, you get it. It's really quick to get those characters, and once you have it, you it that game sits waiting for the next time you have friends over who are like let's play some smash let's get some smash in and then you just play it for a stupid amount of hours and then you're done yeah smash has always so. been a multiplayer game for me like live in-person multiplayer game that's where it's really a lot of fun i agree i'm not really gonna sit down and play smash by myself just for the no. heck yeah it was fun while it lasted but now i'm not playing it <laughs> yeah so i get yeah. you i'm with uh, you i'm with you I feel like we've been really boring in this podcast so far. Yeah, let's. Well, how let's, do we spice it up? Do we, should we put like some kind of music underneath as we talk and like talk in like, like Japanese music. overtones? Like, okay, Justin, let's do it now. How do we do this? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. We have to do definitely step away from talking about what the games we've been playing. Uh, so I have. <laughs> I an got idea. my li- I got my list in. All right, so I we can s- strike out that bullet point there. I got my list in. I just wanted to put myself out there, you know, and really hold myself accountable for the yes. things that I've done. That for was really important up, to me. For following up saying that you have, you actually do play video games and that's why we talk about video games on the podcast. I guess. We play them. I guess. That's, I mean, that's pretty much why we do this, right? Something, we're something. Okay at that. Yes. Um, well then that's fine. Cause I have a question for you. Okay. Um, and it, this is more of a comment. We've talked about this, but never really dove into it. And it's been something that, uh, even with big games coming out, or not big games, but games that you and I will be both dropping this amount of money on. Um, it, what I'm saying is that 
I have lost the idea of spending $60 or I have lost the urge of spending $60 on a game that is coming out or that comes out, you know, in, in, during the year. And in the idea that I don't need to get it for $60, I don't need to get it the moment it comes out that waiting maybe a year or with the time that I seldom will have now and in the future, I guess, uh, will have to play it. Like it for, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> Justin, you're growing up. That's <sighs> you're you're growing up, Justin. I don't want to pay six dollars for a game that I can wait <laughs> a year or two and literally spend two dollars for it. And this is what I'm getting at is that you and I, I think you and I, had bought Gears of War four yes earlier this year. Yes. How much did you buy it for, Justin? Two dollars. And two... I bought it for four dollars and thirty cents. Yes. Yeah, two thirty two cents. And this game was sixty <laughs> bucks just a few years ago. And you compare this to Call, uh, not Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto V, which continued to be $50 up until just recently, where I think it dropped to 30 but still retains that value. How can we go from buying games at the moment they come out, waiting two years, and then like kicking ourselves in the butt, like, did I really need to get it <laughs> right away? I could have just saved me a whole bunch of money by waiting and i already have a boatload of games that i have to play that i have yet to play i mean your steam library is what we've talked about this gajillion times 386 i think or something Three, for sure it's not that much of, really not that much well, it's it's still it's still a good chunk i mean yeah 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 more than so i will I, probably ever play so the Shh, what i'm getting that. it's okay that's totally fine no one's no one's gonna hold you accountable for that okay i hope <laughs> I, I i just don't see once we start to move into the newer generations of console gaming and you know technology in this area, if that bumps up again to like seventy dollars, which I hope it's not going oh God. to anytime soon, but like, like when does it get to the point where we're like, well, why do why am I going to buy this for? No, it's already there. This now, when does it get to the point? I'm sorry, I never, I'm interrupting. It's it's, no, it's already fine. there. I I I'm with you. Like, there's no... This happened to me a long time ago. Right. I guess you could say... Just before... Just before my first son was born. So, what? Ten years ago? Um, <laughs> that wasn't we, supposed to be judging. I was just saying, wow. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's been a while. And um, it was born out of the fact... Not that we were... I hate talking about this kind of stuff. Because... Sorry. I don't, I'm not... No, no, no. Let me, let me clarify what I'm saying. I don't want to get on the soapbox. We weren't poor, but we also didn't have money, right? Like, it wasn't yeah. like we had food. We had an apartment, my wife and I. You but, didn't, like, we didn't. Yes. There was no buying extra stuff, you know. And no, I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into this. Regardless, I was very frugal about the games that I purchased. Sure, I think I've yeah, mentioned this a couple of times at the podcast that, like, right. that was the time the 360 was out. And I, I made the choice that, like, okay, I'm going to keep this hobby alive somehow and i'm choosing the one platform and then i'm buying a game and i'm playing that game until i can't play that game anymore and then burnt out of it yeah and then once i'm burnt out of that game which would hopefully be six plus months to a year then i will go find (laughs) another game to purchase and place on the shelf next to the first game (laughs) like this is i had come up with this plan because there was no way I was going to start burning money on this crazy hobby. And that has kind of stuck with me a little bit. Like there's, 
there's very few games I find these days that I want to spend $60 on and feel like I'm going to get that kind of value. There are absolutely games that I feel like I get that kind of value out of, but they're usually the games that I've waited and read the reviews on over and over again and already decided that I'm going to get that value out of that game. And then I'm usually buying it for 20 or $30 instead of 60 anyway. So it's, it's to that point for me. There's no game that comes out that I'm like, I have to have this very second for $60. The only time that really happens is if my children are pining after it. And like, I feel like there's more than just me involved and it makes more sense. Yeah. And for me, for me, it's more of a less or more or less a, I, when I'm playing a game, when I, I have that like ultimate buyer's remorse of buying anything, I, and I've always had this, uh, as I got into my, like after my teens, I've, which is not very long, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after I after I got in my twenties, there we go. Uh, I started to say like every time I would buy something, I'd like to second guess myself. I'm like, did I really need to get this? And and one of the things that I commonly still bought and still continue to buy were video games and just the whole buying that sixty dollars for a, a new release of a game. And sometimes in the case of Destiny Two, it sucks right off the bat. Like that, it just to me kind of pisses me off. Not to get angry, but no, for I sure. Just get so I just get so angry. I just spent sixty bucks on a game that I will later buy for twenty dollars and get all the DLC and like it better because it has turned around. Uh, it's like I just buy myself in the butt. And I have another thing. This what this ties into. Okay, but I'm not going to do it just yet. Oh, okay. I, I've got to the point where we're about to buy, or you and I have both talked about buying, probably for the first time in a long time. Uh, one or two games in the coming months at launch. Yeah, and I I know what what's going to happen is that I'm going to enjoy uh, Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy Gears of War Five. Granted, Gears of War Five is a little caveat. Like that's actually technically not true, but I'm I'm going to make sure that I enjoy spending that sixty dollars. But that is going to be the only sixty dollar game that I buy. Yeah this year and i'm okay with that but i'm also kind of upset that it's gotten to the point where like i have to decide i don't have to but i i almost am fiscally responsibly telling myself i have to decide what games i actually want to pay 60 dollars for and the rest i'll have to wait that's okay there's nothing wrong with that there shouldn't be this like stigmatism or not stigmatism that's a terrible thing to say it 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 shouldn't be this (laughs) like uh uh, what's the word? Like peer pressure? Yeah, peer pressure, I guess. Peer pressure to get the the game at launch. And FOMO, or like fear of missing out. People yeah. Missing out on the, oh my god, it's so good. Like, oh, you definitely gotta jump in. You have to definitely buy it. Um. So, yeah, talk about a whirlwind of changing of emotions and <laughs> understanding life and <laughs> realizing that there's so much more out there, blah, blah, blah. But, uh. Yeah, it's just a uh, it's just a funny realm. And I I told my mom this, and who, not to again get off topic, but at the time when I was younger, I was like shelling out way too much money for video games. And she's like, one day you're gonna you're gonna look at the spending this money and go, why the heck did I do this right off the bat when I could have just waited and it goes on sale and Black Friday, which happens quite often. So uh, yeah, mom, you were right. Sorry. Well, oh, hold on. 
I mean, she was right because she's your mom and she's right. <laughs> yeah, because mom's always right. Yeah, regardless but, of you're wrong. But in little Justin's defense, there was a time that games did not go on sale or drop in price in the same way they do now. Like we are now in this weird era where it's almost written in stone that you release the game at full price and then six months to eight months later, depending on how popular the game, and sometimes it's three months actually, you then drop the price down usually to like a $39 or $49 price tag. And then, you know, you keep dropping over the course of three to six months and it just keeps going down. And then eventually you get to that year or year and a half mark and you're talking about you're like 15 or sub $15 range. And it's yeah. just, it's this granted the, the, the numbers aren't set in stone, but the pattern is for sure. Yeah. And that was definitely, well, okay. So you're, you're a youngin, So I guess maybe it's always been that way with you, mm-hmm. but when I was growing up, it absolutely was not, especially with the Nintendo games, the Nintendo games never right. changed price. And like, and that has not changed, by the way. Yeah, they are they can, always. And if they 60 do, bucks. they are terrible. They're always terrible. At, like you literally can go buy um, Breath of the Wild, and it's still, I think, still sixty bucks. Yeah, and it, it occasionally hits forty-five. Wow, forty-four, fifteen whole dollars. That's like a, a caramel macchiato from. <laughs> oh, don't Starbucks. do the coffee comparison. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I've been waiting for that thing to go on sale. Because I want it on the Switch. And right. it's really dumb. But I've been waiting for it to drop in price. Because I want to buy the DLC. So we can right. play the DLC stuff. Such a good DLC. Yeah. And I've heard nothing but great things. But I don't want to spend another 20 bucks on the game on the Wii U. I would rather buy like a uh, complete version or a game of the year edition or something something like that like a gold version that includes the dlc and is like 40 bucks that would be perfect i will give you more money that means now nintendo that i have given you a hundred dollars for breath of the wild because i bought it on the wii u and also then bought it on the switch and i'm okay doing that i want to do that that's what i want to do i just don't want to spend another 60 dollars for the game and then another $20 on top of that for the DLC. I, I just, I can't do that. I can't bring myself to do that. So from going back nine paces, nine steps, nine spaces on the board, yeah. um, you're talking about waiting. And that's been my MO. We talked about games that we might buy at launch this year. Right. And I think there were yeah. three that we maybe talked about. Yeah. For me, there were two, but you brought up Gears of War 5. Um, Which I'm technically not buying. Yes, well, that's what I was going to bring up. See, that's what I was going to say. Because... Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, you're treading on me, man. Um, Stealing your thunder. Link's Awakening, I will be purchasing probably at launch because my kids want it too. And they're very excited about it. So I just want it because I want it. Yeah, yeah. And plus, (laughs) you have not played the original. I've bought the original now three times. (laughs) Yeah. So, and that's not including paying another $60. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that one. The other two are the uh, Star Wars game, Jedi, whatever, whatever. I can't remember the name, of course, uh, off the top of my head, with like a terrible person. Oh, yeah, person. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Gears of War. So I'll tell you right now that Gears of War, I will not buy at launch. I know that you're yeah. going to have it because you paid for some service, 
but you will have it. I'm not going to buy it at launch. There's no way. I'm not spending 60 bucks for that game. I, the last one I bought was $4. I'm okay with $4. I like $4. And that was only a few years after, so. Yeah. And we enjoyed it just as much as we probably would have enjoyed it purchasing it on launch. I really am okay spending $30 on that game. I, I love yeah. Gears enough that $30 is a lot to me, and it would be worth 30 to me. For sure. The, the Star Wars one, um, which... Uh, can we just I'm look at the title fences. so that I can, like, you know, actually know what I'm talking about, it sounds like? Oh. Um, that, that game, I'm very excited about, but here's the thing that happens, right? Star so Wars you, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, Jedi Fallen Order. Thank you. So yeah. you get to this point in your life, and you realize that money has value. We are not giving financial advice. No, we're not. No, and we're not financial advisors. <laughs> Thank you very much. But that yeah, said. Or are we legally binded to say blah, blah, blah. Money does have value. And the thing is. I am sitting on a giant library on Steam that I mm -hmm. really intend to play through most of, at least. And mm -hmm. I have a pile of PlayStation 4 games I, I'm still trying to work my way through. And, by the way, I still have some PS3 debt to go through, too. Uh, I have a pile of those games that I'm trying yeah. to play through. I mean, Literally on every platform, pile. I have a game that I'm working on, and yeah. like one or two after that that I want to work on. There's no reason I have to have these games at launch. I can wait and play the other games that I wanted to get to anyway. The thing is, the thing that pushes back on this for some people, it hasn't been me in a long time, but I also don't play online games. And that is like, you want to play with your friends, or you want to talk about it with your friends, or you want to enjoy the time enjoying the game together as a community. You know, that, that's the whole thing that pushes back. And that if you add in the online aspect, then it's a whole different style of peer yeah. pressure. That's like, hey, we're playing this right now. If you want to play. And leveling up. Yeah. yeah we're this is where we're raid, at. So. Hey, we're going to leave you behind. Hey, we're going to, you know, it's like that whole thing. I don't, I don't play those games, so I don't yeah. have that problem, but I could see yeah. that being a problem. Now, like anything else, if you know that's what you want to play, you could just... I know this is hard to hear. Plan Shit. around it. What? Yeah. <laughs> Plan ahead of time. So that would mean, you know, you take the Budget. responsible action and say, yeah. hey, X game is coming out in X months. I'm going to save my money instead of buying the random games I want to buy right now. And or just, buying coffee. Or no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm playing to the I'm playing to my client or my audience, Josh. Fine. <laughs> Or Mom. coffee. Uh, or coffee. And just save the money. Plan ahead. Think about it. It's okay. You'll survive. Right. So. And rent. You ready for my one, my one two punch? Oh, boy. So yeah, one, I guess. We, we've, talked about, we've talked about the $60. Now, Joshua, at $2, or let me, let me try and set this up. Okay. So now that we're spending $2 on a game, for example, for Gears of War 4. Yeah. The value that we're paying for the game, is it reflect what we are receiving? And what I mean by that, the value or the quality of the games coming out at $60 that eventually become $2. Is there, is there, like, is there a reason why we're spending more off the get-go than we did before? Is there more value provided in these video games? And why is it that after maybe a year or two as you've discussed 
those prices, depending on the game and genre, will shoot down to like $30 and sometimes 10 and then in some cases even get even lower, sub 10 Do you think that over the years where we've gotten to this trend, is, is it because like, like we're claiming or we're showing people that the quality of these games isn't holding its value over time? So you're you asking, what you're ask, are you at, I'm going to ask two questions and you can pick okay, one, yeah, which, yeah. Are you, which you're asking. Yeah, yeah. Are you asking that we value them higher or enjoy them more because they're cheaper? And so we see them as better because they give us more than what we feel like we paid for. Or are you asking if we are sending a message to the developer that this game really wasn't worth as much as you initially thought, and we're really comfortable giving you $2? <laughs> for the value I, of this game i think i think it's like is there a reason why the value of, of the prices of these games are dropping so much faster than they were before is it because like the, the quality of the games are not hold it's like a good car like it's like a a nice sports car that retains its value on the, once it leaves a lot you know the how we have cars that depreciate value depending on the, the type of car it depreciates slower or faster like, i'm trying to use that sort of I or reference or that uh, thought process and bring it over to video games to a game in which the game comes out at $60 and over time the value decreases at different rates. Like I'm saying, is that, is that where we've gone to in the sense that we're giving a message, like you said, to the developer, to the community that these games aren't retaining their value because the quality isn't, still retaining its value do no i think see i think I don't know how... you can't compare them because they're apples and oranges like i see where you're trying to get at with the car yeah. idea but it's yeah. not the same it's it's really the market and the way the market has begun demanding games and the way yeah. the game industry has shifted to me that now mm -hmm. it does this pattern that we right. talked about before um and i also see it as like a push and pull on like old ways of thinking of software along with new ways of thinking of software where it's like a subscription, almost like a service. And so somewhere in between those two ideas where the first idea being the old style, like you buy the box box off the shelf and then you have that piece of software for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. And then exactly. the other newer idea where it's like you pay a subscription fee every year or every month and now you have this game. Um, yeah. Somewhere in between there. I think that the developer has some, in my theory, this is my theory, some mm. calculus on some spreadsheet that says, okay, <laughs> An Excel we, right, yeah. we spent X number of dollars in development of this game and X number of months and people, right, to make this game. So that's the resource cost of this game. Now, if we mm. sell it at $60 for X number of months, we will have broken even or maybe made a profit. And then after that, it's the gravy train and you want right. to keep people. I feel like now for the triple A's, it's about keeping people buying the game so that it looks good to investors or to um, the, uh, I don't want to say, yeah, to investors <laughs> so that yeah. it looks good. Like, look at this. We sold this game and people mm. continue to buy it at Dep a steady stream for X right. number of years. Right. So right. you can take that this price. Yeah. Yeah. Take that data to whomever your investors or the people that you um 
you, you basically work for, I guess, and yeah. say, look at this trend. Here's the line. Yes, we brought the price down, but look, we still have X hundred of people buying, you know, the game every month. And even though we're bringing the price down, because the game is past the point of making the money it needs to to cover the development costs, we are still making, you know, money off of that. And the reason I feel like that has switched over to that is in uh is like indirectly because of the steam market but really what that's saying is that there is no more like boxes of cardboard and production of actual physical goods that takes place for these games right so like the Besides games amiibo or whatever yeah the, amiibo. What's well it, what's yeah it uh, uh you're talking yeah amiibos you're talking about amiibos no yeah. no 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 not amiibos i'm talking about what's the uh the virtual reality i don't know cardboard box oh labo labo (laughs) yeah but that's different what i mean by that is like we don't think about all the production time and effort and entire wings and they still exist because they're still making physical games but entire wings of companies that are devoted to box art devoted to Mm -hmm. box design devoted to you know uh disc art devoted to like machining the discs like that stuff is physical those are physical goods and things and if you notice that the way that the physical games themselves and they're starting to finally but they don't follow the same pattern as the digital copies of the games we get which get dropped down way more quickly so oh yeah for sure so that to me tells me that like there's no how do i put this there's no manufacturing cost that goes into continuing continuing to sell this game after development costs have been covered so you cover the development costs there's no physical piece to the game anymore you're just basically selling Selling software software. licenses yeah and you're doing the microsoft thing you're like okay this software license is basically all profit at this point because we've already covered the development costs and we're on to our next project this is just gravy in the you know in the boat Right. That said, of course, it's never going to be actually like that. Of course, it's never going to be just gravy. It goes to your operation costs. But still, it's not the same thing as covering your development costs. So that's gotcha. my theory. I think, yes, it does say if you look at the breakdown of the way that people are buying the game versus when they're buying it for how much, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They have those spreadsheets, I'm sure. And it oh, yeah, does sure. give they you that to. trend idea of it should tell you, I guess, a message about your game, right? So if 90% of the people who buy the game over the course of three years did so in that first six months for 60 bucks, that tells you that this game was highly sought after and super important to the community and really right. well-developed and, you know, had some kind of shtick that people loved and had to have immediately, Yeah, immediately, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Or if you're 90% of the people are buying when it's $3 two years down the line, that uh, tells you yeah. that, like, maybe it's just something that they wanted to have, or maybe it was a collection thing, or I don't know. So, who knows what that says? But that's that's the the uh, responsibility right. <laughs> of the development company and the publisher to look at that data and, like, basically concoct that story and that narrative of what what those sales tell them and try to adjust for that on their next game, you know, yeah. however that, whatever that learn, means. Learn from what they have done before. And yeah, the, I guess the real reason why this, and this is a conversation that I like to spitball, just see other people's opinions on is that um, you get 
as you get older, as you start to have less time to play games like you used to, where you don't have responsibility as an adult or as a kid, you have them as an adult. Uh, like you choose your not choose your battles, but you choose the things that you spend your time on. And if a game that you played, like again, I'm gonna avoid using the four letter word. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna say a game that you've enjoyed playing for a very long time, and it comes out and you. Uh, you know, when you're 26 and you're like, oh, I, I actually don't want to spend $60 on this game. And you wait till later because one, the time and two, uh, that value for you, that game that you will receive value from or enjoy, it's not worth the $60 anymore. It's worth the $30 two years later. Um, like, I feel like that's a, to me is totally, uh, a, a totally an, op- an opinion. That's your, uh, that's your own, uh, wow. Not opinion. What word am I looking for? This is a real big struggle for me right now. It's figuring out <laughs> words. Being able to speak words. Uh, it is your uh, ideology ideology to wait and not be uh, right off the gun, right off the release date to oh, yeah. get that game. Because it's just not worth it. And it's fine for me, and I'm getting, I'm totally okay with that now. And yeah, uh, I, I feel better about it because I'm not... I don't feel like I'm stressed out because all the all the cool yeah. kids are playing it, and I I hope that's the case for people as and kids nowadays is that these games are expensive and your mom and dad are paying for them and it's okay if you're if if Billy Bob Joe is getting the new GTA game and you won't be able to play it with him right off the bat it's not going anywhere it's still going to be there and I can guarantee you it'll probably still be there and well so hopefully lower price and you can get it for later nothing is going to change if anything you're going to get more value out of it because other dlcs have been added to it like other content has been added at a price that you won't even see because it'll be built in baked in already yeah so it's just crazy and to think that if this sustains over time like what that will do to the prices of games on release i mean i can tell you right now the most expensive game that i've purchased was actually i want to see if you can guess it can you guess what game i spent over 78 dollars for kingdom hearts nope oh not even close <laughs> you have two more tries was it recent it is, that you spent so uh it would have been in the last three years yeah uh hold on yeah last three years was it forza damn you're good yeah yes it was i spent a hundred dollars oh are you kidding me Nope, dead serious. I spent $100 on Forza 7, I think it was. Wow. Uh, Ultimate Edition, which is a launch. I spent $100 with uh, a good old buddy of mine. Uh, We both bought it on launch day for $100, and it was the last time I ever spent that much money (laughs) on a game, because I did play the heck out of it. This is one of the few times I feel like we have a difference, and it sounds like you are no longer doing that anymore. Oh, God, I would never do that again. But I never did that. Um, I think the only time I came close was buying early enough of, and I didn't even buy it, having my parents... (laughs) Mm-hmm. by ocarina of time and majora's mask early enough where i got like the gold cartridge but that was not mm-hmm. like a launch like you pay extra thing that was like you buy the game you early enough early. and you pay the normal price um how much was that by the way it was like, 60 was i think at the time it was 60 bucks really? I think. yeah huh yeah so or they were 50 I, I think maybe even because i think it was 50 yeah yeah they like jacked up 
10 bucks in some time after that i don't remember um launch games so you know that's a terrible way to say that but either way uh the point is i i've never been dlc guy and i've never been launch title guy um not only do i have never have i never wanted to stand in a line and wait for a game nor have i asked my parents to do that a no and b oh been there (laughs) (laughs) i've done both I, I never struck me as like, I'm like, I've always been the guy who said, well, it will be the same game a week after. <laughs> yes, that's um, true. That's and true. I've always kind of shied <laughs> away from DLC because if I buy the game with all the DLC and then I'm like, oh man, this game is not good. Then it's just like, I just spent all this extra money on content I'm not going to really enjoy or get into. Yeah. The games that have, I kind of let the game push me into it like if the game is that good i will buy dlc for it like if i'm pining after it then and i finish the game which is also another prerequisite (laughs) then i'm like okay i need the dlc i think a great example of this was um uh mass effect mass effect 2 i actually bought all the dlc because i played the ever-living crap out of that game i played so much of that game yeah. yeah and i just finished it and just was like i need more of this game and they had the DLC and some extra missions. Some of them were okay. Um, one of them was good. And uh, yeah, anyways, the point is that I've always kind of valued, like been really harsh on the value of those games and really sat down and really thought about, okay, what am I actually going to get out of this by spending extra cash? And I've, I've thought, I feel the trap sometimes. Like take Final Fantasy Remake, Final Fantasy yeah. Seven Remake coming out like even the $300 $250 pre-release you know you buy it you get the figurine you get the special yeah. box you get the blah of blah of satchel blah 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 you get it like 10 days early you get a carving of cloud sword to go on your desk and you get you know like that gets real, me like I'm like sword. oh my gosh I could be that person <laughs> <laughs> but then I think the, about it the yeah. fallout 3 mask I think about it and I say yeah fallout 3 mask or the what was it the canvas the bag canvas bag yeah, that yeah. turned out to be like a satchel oh like god a, a freaking I don't know it was like it was super thin plastic from like G.I. G. Joe era Bethesda. yeah yeah fail um <laughs> I have really never regretted buying the main game only to start like like the non-deluxe edition, standard edition game, I buy that. I enjoy it. If I don't enjoy it, then fine, I'm great. If I enjoy it, yeah. then I know that I want the DLC and I'll spend the extra. Right. You know, I'm looking at you, Breath of the Wild. I want the DLC. Exactly. <laughs> I want the DLC. Yeah, and 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 I'm trying to think if I got value out of paying the hundred dollars to play that game because yeah. I got it early too. That was the thing is that now they're baking the whole, you can pre-order, yeah. which is a whole other topic, but like you can pre-order now and you can get it five days earlier and get to play it five days earlier than everyone else. And then the value you get out of it is that you get the, this new gun, this gun that nobody else can get yeah. in the game or this new sword or whatever it may be. And you're getting it early. You're getting this new thing that's collectible. And I can, I can guarantee you later on that sword that you got is going to be pretty much a terrible weapon. It's, it's, it's going to be uh, totally moot because <laughs> other guns are going to come out or other things in the game are going to come out and totally supersede that. So uh, I, I just get to put, it's like, not it's not worth it anymore. And only a few games, maybe here and there, that'll get my, you know, get the launch uh, 
launch title or not launch title, but like uh, release date purchase treatment. And that's okay. But not a lot. I don't think any more than that will happen. Like it's, it's pretty much going to dwindle down for me. And one other thing too, is um, the, the idea of pre-ordering a game too. Oh just yeah. Kind of silly in the, in the aspect of what value are you getting out of the pre-order? <laughs> like you're, like I said, you get a, a collect collector's edition of maybe, a game, or, yeah, uh, like a weapon or maybe it's a, a physical thing. Maybe <laughs> physical, yeah. I mean, I I paid uh, later on two years later. I bought like a Forza Horizon three or Forza Horizons two, and it came in a metal case. I bought that two years after the game came out, yeah. and I got it because it was twenty bucks, but it had all the DLC, and it just happened to come in a, a case that somebody else paid eighty dollars for. Yeah suckers well so yeah i agree and i i don't i'm not a collector's edition guy i don't really collect i'm not uh i buy the standard game and even games i think about it the same way i think about a lot of other things with my money value and that is that money could be sitting in my bank account accruing interest, even yeah. if it's, you know, 0.001% interest. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. sitting in their bank account collecting interest. It's sitting in my bank account collecting interest. And it's not really collecting interest. But the point is that it's still my money in my hand until I'm ready to play the game. And that's a different concept than I think a lot of people have these days. Or maybe some people, especially gamers, with all these collector's editions and pre-orders. And I don't think I've ever pre-ordered a game thinking back on it um really yeah never i, I don't think i've ever pre-ordered pre-ordered a game because of the, wow. the same reason That's like impressive. it will be that same price when it, it releases and if they're out of stock on it it will ship the next week <laughs> it's not the yeah, iphone right. you know they they will keep printing the discs it's not going anywhere it's going to be there um right but i also came from a different era where there was no internet and you went and bought the game when your parents could buy the game and that was that you know there's no yeah. There's no, I have to have it now so I can share on social media or, you know, streaming on Twitch. Um, I'm first. Yeah. yeah. Which, for some people, that is their livelihood, and that is important. They, that's the record they need to do, yeah. But that, if that is your livelihood, you've also set up the structures in, and put those in place to pay for that game ahead of time so that yeah. you have it day of. But, again, this gets into the bigger issue as well. Not issue. Discussion. Of discussion, yeah, I would say it's not an issue. It's a the discussion. life, yeah, the life cycle of games has changed. So we mm-hmm. have touched on part of it, which is that release at X number of dollars sixty, then yeah. you know the three to six months it changes, and so on and so on and so on. Then it turns yeah. into this, you know, year or two later, there's a remaster or a remake, yeah. depending. And then I a would year say after two years. Well, yeah. some of them, yeah. Look at um, Dark Souls. You know, or like, um, I'm trying to think of another good example. Dark Souls, like it was, I guess it was like a few years Several after. years. But yeah. still, you know, three, four years down the line, you get a remaster. And then three, four years down the line, you might be able to buy it on the online service that you're now paying the subscription for or paying for. Um, yeah. For really cheap. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of um, some of the Persona games early on. Um, you can buy those on the PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4 for like $11 or $7. Or nice. you go back on the PlayStation 3 and you can pay, uh, I, think it's, I think it's $8 or maybe $10 for Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy really? Tactics. Like You can go back in these libraries 
because now you're looking at the remastered version from years ago. So, yeah. I mean, it, the point is that there's a huge life cycle of games that now, because gaming has become more mainstream and has been around yeah, longer, sure. we're settling into this longer like life cycle. And even Nintendo's jumping onto it, or in theory was with the Wii U. And now we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. now we're at the Switch where like they can't decide which games they're going to give you or not from their old library. <laughs> so yes. I guess that's a bad example. But with the Wii U, it was great. Like, there were so many um, GBA games, so many... Uh, Super Nintendo games and 64 games that you can go back and play and buy yeah. again. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. another 10 bucks, but it's another 10 bucks. You could play Star yeah, Fox which, 64 for 10 bucks. Yeah, where you could have... <laughs> granted, that's like a super... A very far out. That's an extreme is what I'm trying to get is because yeah. you could have purchased that game at $60 in uh, 2001, 2000... Which I did. 2000. Yeah. Or you could have waited till 2019 <laughs> and get it for $10 and it's Super but they're still great games. Technology. They're still great yeah. games, and I'm not, you know, not all the N64 games are great oh God, games no. still. But by the way, I was able to figure out what game I was talking about. Yes. it is Star Force Gemini. Oh, I played Star Force Gemini. It was it was okay. It was pretty okay. But I, I, I played that game quite a lot with a, a friend, an old do friend you, of mine. It, do you remember the hype li- leading up to that game? Do you remember? No, I don't, because I was I didn't even know that game existed until I went over to his house. Oh, uh, okay. So, so. Rare, we talked about this, but Rare was at like a peak with the N64, and they were just releasing hit after hit after hit, and so then their next hit was going to, quote, hit, was going to be Star Force Gemini, and so Mm -hmm. they had, I I don't even remember how many issues of Nintendo Power, and it was featured in X number of issues of Nintendo Power, they just couldn't stop talking about it, and then it was brought into a bunch of the other gaming magazines and people were just talking about it like nonstop at school. People were very excited about this game and it came out. It was like lukewarm at best. <laughs> it was not a great game. Yeah. I rented it and was it like, was... no, I'm good. This is not great. Yeah. I, I think I, it was the first teen rated besides GoldenEye, I guess. So uh, I, I don't know why I lashed onto it, but it was a good game. Sorry to cut you off, but no, it it's was fine. really really wanted to remember what game it was and i had to search forever um but yeah uh, anyway can can i say one thing before no we we wrap yeah stuff i guess up i guess um you had talked about never standing in line on release day for any game correct like you've never like been in at a toys r us or a GameStop on release day or the night before or midnight release for any games correct correct okay so I am the opposite, uh, <laughs> or I've asked my parents, I think multiple times when I was younger to do this for me, or I had pre-ordered, or my parents had pre-ordered like, uh, Pokemon Yellow. I think, I, did I tell the story on live? I think on you did stuff? at one point. I don't remember. I, so well, much I'll, of our conversations blur from into in person into this. I don't even know. Right. So I'll, I'll just in case a refresher that... <laughs> My dad uh, was awesome and stood in line at a Toys R Us for a pre-order that was put in a, while, a long time before the game came out, but for Pokemon Yellow. And what had happened is that the Toys R Us, for some reason, didn't receive all of the copies for Pokemon Yellow. And so my dad was waiting in the line and got up to the guy and was like, okay, I'm, I'm here to pick up my pre-order for my son. And it turns out that our name was lower on the list of people to get the game because we were later on in the pre-order list and that he wasn't going to give it to my father because he was waiting for other people ahead of us. 
that didn't settle well for my dad who had just sat in line for i don't know over an hour maybe two hours after working already an entire shift on, as a construction worker <laughs> and he reached over and basically told this gentleman over the counter said you're going to give me this game and i'm going to walk <laughs> out of here with it or something's gonna happen so i was able to get pokemon yellow but thanks dad <laughs> I was like, thanks, Dad. I had no idea about that until later on in life. So, um, but yeah, I I have myself stood in front or stood at a GameStop or stood at a, a Toys R Us for a release date of a game, and there's just a, I think a a cool feeling, or it's kind of this this, this mood or ambiance of like, oh, cool, I get to st- sit in line with all these cool guys and and some girls waiting in line for a game that come out. Uh, I'm gonna get it on release day, and I could go home and play it right away. Joke's on me, though, because nowadays, if you had to do that, you had to wait an hour for the game to still update, because there's already release date patches. That's a digression. <laughs> um, but I stood in line for like games like Battlefield 3 when it came out. It was huge. And I was in college when Battlefield 3 came out, and I was in the middle of nowhere, a small college. I hate when you quote when you, how, what age you were when games came out, and it, it just destroys me inside. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> when Battlefield 3 came out, which was a big deal because had, they hadn't had a Battlefield game come out in a very long time. Um, well, no, Bad Company 2 was before that. Yeah, but they didn't have like a Battlefield 2 style game come out. It was diff- Battlefield, Bad Company, and Bad Company 2 were different in some aspects than uh, Battlefield 2. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And they were. And, and so they went with the more Call of Duty style story based game. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So they were more focused towards console too. That was also the other thing. Yeah. Which Battlefield three hey. was not great. Uh that is Battlefield four was awesome. Yes, that's true. But what was funny is that I had <laughs> sat, literally sat in line by with a bunch of people in the small town. And when I say a bunch of people, it was like twenty people. <laughs> and <laughs> And when the doors opened up, I went in, and they had two separate lines. They had a line for uh, consoles, so like PS4, or at the time, I think it was PS3, yeah. and Xbox 360. Yep. Maybe? No. I think it was no, Xbox No, it was Xbox one. and uh, PS3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it was one of those. And I was like super excited about it, yada, yada. And I got to line. The PC was the other line. There was three of us. I think it was three. I don't even think there was three. PC and Master like, Race. Okay, you get split up. And I'm like, PC Master Race. And all the people looking at me like, what are you here for? I'm like, oh, uh, Battlefield 3. I'm getting the PC version. They're all like, what? What is a PC version? I'm like, I'm like oh, like, you know, computers. <laughs> um, anyways, computer. it was cool to be in that line. I'm, I'm up a computer. I, and I went home and went back to my dorm room and, you know, installed it. And I was super excited. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. Uh, but. Uh, that was the last time I ever stood in line. Uh, but then the release dates to where we'd have games flash forward to Xbox One, there was times where I'd pre-order and I'd get the game early. I was like, oh, I'm excited. I'm sitting there waiting for it to preload, or like I would preload the game so that at 10 o'clock when it dropped for everybody else, that I could go be the first to play it, you know, Battlefield 4 or Destiny or the new Hey, uh, the four letter word. <laughs> you almost said it. Uh, oh. uh, and what kills me is that every single time that happened, there was always like a, a server overload. So the servers would like crash and you'd be like, why can't I get into multiplayer? Yep. So I don't know. Those days I feel like are, 
don't know. The, the, there isn't really the incentive to do it. And, but it was still fun at the time. It was cool because you got to be a part of something that was totally stupid small. Like, well, that's no significance. I think that's the draw, right? That's the, and it's less so now. I was just going to say, I'll, I'll say what I'm going to say in a minute, but that mm-hmm. less so now, but it's, it's, that's the draw is that you're part of an exclusive community of people that yes. has access to the moment. game at an mm-hmm. earlier time. And that's, that's why game companies are figuring that out and starting to leverage that, right? They're starting to say, hey, you can buy super early and we will even give it to you a week early. And people flip Ooh, yeah. out about that, which they is incredible to me. Yeah. And they're like, yes. absolutely take my money. Here's my $160 and I will play it a week early. <laughs> What are you so, getting that value? What, I, what are you getting out of yeah, that? Yeah, well, for some people, it's important to them, and they've got money to blow, and that's fine. You know, they don't. Yeah. Maybe they don't use the money for anything else, and that's fine. Fine yeah. for them. I mean, we don't get paid to play video games, so maybe that's all. Awesome yeah. 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 Totally. Now that you know how professionalism, or how there's the e esports. Yeah. Uh, how popular that's getting. That that argument sorts sort of might have some backing. Yeah. That, so. Some of it, maybe. Some of but it. But think about yeah. how much of a, a relic of our time that now is. And, and it's yeah. becoming every day more and more. Now you need a game on launch. You just wait in front of the Steam library and then you click buy when it's available to buy. You know, and you have In it. your sweatpants. There's, yeah, you're sitting there in your underwear. You got no pants on. And you're just like, yeah. click. I bought it. And super <laughs> anticlimactic. You scratch your yes. air butt and... <laughs> <laughs> you scratch and then you uh you you know you adjust yourself and you play your game and you're fine you adjust yourself yeah. and so play game. you're good to go yeah. there's none of this like standing in line and threatening guys for pokemon yellow there's there's just yeah. click and go and i felt that a little bit with the you know not to cross over too much into our personal lives but with the new book yeah. that we're reading where yes. it, it's coming it's coming out it's coming out and then i was like click i bought it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then I started reading it, and it's like, hey. just like neat. I didn't have to go anywhere or talk to people. I just, you know, I bought it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have to like talk to the 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 weird dude over the counter at Barnes and Noble who was telling me about the next cat book he's going to read. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's none of this like you know, you don't go into this you know sweatshop style place that just smells, and yes. you know, you've got this uh, this overly voice cracking preteen that's trying to sell you a game you know that you you didn't get on the list for i don't know yeah (laughs) either way (laughs) Uh, it smells the same everywhere (laughs) what is is don't get me started on role-playing games shops gamestop gamestop uh musk smell it's like the scent that they they have the trees hanging around the entire store i I say that but that was definitely from my time like if you go into gamestop now they've got like the pergo floors and the yeah, super cool nice displays and, and you know they're like socially adjusted people and they're like hey how's it going nice to see you and you're like why are you talking to me i'm here to you buy know games to, uh, shut up you know how to have so so <laughs> social reaction like could you imagine the shock of somebody yes. so used to that going again just like y- y- you're talking to me like, no, we were in GameStop over the weekend and it was incredible. I'm sitting there with my kids and we're looking at stuff. They're like, hey, do you need any help? And I'm like, no, you know, we're just cool. kind of browsing. Like, OK, cool. I'll be right over here if you need something. And then, you know, a dad and his son. <laughs> yeah, his, a dad and his son come in and 
the, the kids like asking the guy questions, you know, it was super cute. Yeah. Kids like, Hey, yeah. you know, I, what about the new Pokemon? It's going to be cool. And the, the guy behind the counter is like totally having this regular conversation with the kid and treating him really cool. And it was nice yeah. to see. But if I had done that when I was a kid, the guy would have been like, stop talking to me. Are you going to buy something or not? Bro. Buy this cleaning kit, dude. And I'd be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. I just want to buy this. Thanks. You're going to put $15 on a pre-order? Would yeah. you like to pre-order a game that you might not bet? You just you just drop 15 bucks, and then <laughs> you know, you know, you, eventually you if you buy this controller later. with your game, you're going to be better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Just yeah, a different totally time. Changed. Just a different time. Well, part uh, of that is, you know, they're all going to get sued if they get too antsy, you know? If they look at the child the wrong way, the parents oh, are going to be like, gosh. what do you... Get away from my kid! <laughs> it's just gonna, yeah. It's just a, a bad situation. When <laughs> oh, it's God. so different now. Is, so different. It's so true. I didn't even realize the whole change in the. It's a hundred percent different. Stop. The people you yeah. like, they're better at social situations than me. I go in there and yes. they're like, "Hey, how are you? How's the weather? Have you played this game? I thought it was really yes. good. What did you think?" And I, I, I like stare at them. Like, hang on, I'm still <laughs> processing, man. Time out. <laughs> I think. I think the best part was when I had uh, when I purchased Destiny Two, um, and I had I went to a GameStop and uh, the GameStop didn't have it. He's like, I could go check for you if you want to see the other GameStops that I have. And I went, I was like, taken back. You want <laughs> customer to service? Extra? I'm like, what is this service? And he's like, oh yeah, uh, blah 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 has it. Would you like to place a hold? I'm like, I'll call them. He's like, I could do it for you. I'm like, uh, uh. Uh, I, I I'll call. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you though. And then of course I call the person. All right, place it online. I make the the res- reservation to hold the the game for me for more than twenty four hours. Yeah. And I got a call with like literally in a minute from that store from the person I ended up buying it from. And the girl's like, oh, uh, well, we have it on hold for you, Mr. Fry, blah, 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 and here's this and this and this. And uh, if you're bored and want to sell some of the games you're not using or any of the other technology that you have, we're also buying that, too. And they were, she was, like, giving me the spiel. And I was just I'm sitting here processing, yep. going, oh, my God, is this a this is actually what it should have been a long time ago. I'm not used to this. I still feel uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it's but yeah, it, it's a different it's a different time. I mean, even we asked a question. So, okay, I mentioned before the Switch has mm. drift. So, we yes, have the, the Switch has yeah, drift. We have the GameStop warranty, and so we went in. Yeah. And while we were there, we're like, "Hey, we have the warranty. We're having the." He's like, "Oh, you're having the drift, I bet." And we're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, um, you certainly can use your warranty, and that's totally fine, and that's not mm-hmm. a problem at all." I would call Nintendo first, see what they do. If they do something, then you can hang on to your warranty, and if not, then bring it in, and we'll switch it out, no problem. Also, yeah. the new version of Switch is coming out, so there's it's got a better better battery pack in it. So if you yes. do want to switch it out for the warranty, maybe wait a month or so, and we'll have those. I'm like, what? What, what? is like? You're not talking down to me. What's happening right now? Normally, what I would expect is like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have drift. You don't even know what you're talking about. You know? It's are just you sure like... you're just not like leaning on the <laughs> controller? <laughs> is, are you sure you don't just have it like another controller? Your kids probably it? broke it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably all the snot from picking their nose. I don't know. We're, yeah, we're totally like kids. trampling all over stereotypes left and right and going to get fired. But still, it was <laughs> totally a different okay. time when I was growing up. It was That's not mainstream idea, at all. And it was so, so weird to be a gamer. And then they would hire the people they could, they could to be the people yeah. in the store. 
And of course, yeah. they were at best socially adjusted sometimes. So sometimes, was, yes. They were very God. interesting gentlemen and ladies. So, uh, yeah. yeah. When I, I just remember my my parents, like, when I just say, hey, can you, when I was unable to drive, I said, can you drive me to GameStop? I have money for my birthday. I'd like to purchase this game. My parents would drop me off and would not step foot in any of them. <laughs> they just like, you go. I'm like this 12-year-old walking into yeah. GameStop telling them, I'm like, sir, can I please buy an Xbox 360? And the guy just looks at me like, where are your parents? I'm like, oh, they're waiting in the car. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to be in here right now. I'll never it forget smells. when I, uh, I took my GameCube in to trade in. So Metal Gear Solid 2 came out, and I... Had to have that game. I could not. I loved the first one so much. And the second one came out. And I'm like, yeah, I'll wait. You know, it'll be fine. And two months, yeah. three months later, I'm like, I, I'm playing Luigi's Mansion, for goodness sake. I could be killing people on Metal Gear Solid 2 right now. So <laughs> I'm I, sucking up ghosts <laughs> I gathered, in the vacuum. <laughs> I gathered all of my controllers, everything that I had gotten for Christmas, and brought it into GameStop. And the look on these guys' face, they were like, oh, you, you bringing this in. <laughs> of course, of course you should have gotten a PlayStation 2. Of course you should have gotten Metal Gear Solid 2. What were you thinking yeah. with this? Sucking you up ghosts child. and playing with Luigi. We're past that point. And yeah, it was just so condescending. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, GameStop. It's like the blockbuster of games. Yeah. Well, they used <laughs> to be Funko too. Land, and that was when it was really, that was like a scary place to go into, you know? That was when it was yeah, it really mouth breather central. It was just not good. Not good mm -hmm. at all. I'm glad I was never part of that because my parents would have <laughs> definitely never went into that store. <laughs> Actually, that's that's the second game in the series, and you really want to get all of them together first before you try. And it's just like, okay, dude, I just want to buy the game. All right, just yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did they? Did they? I'm totally. We don't have to start. We could stop. But <laughs> did you? Uh, did they offer the GameStop rewards? thing oh i've noticed that your game stopper no that was later that. no okay. funko land funko land was oh no i was talking like when you went in just recently oh over the weekend did they say if you wanted to power up your rewards <laughs> no i think they did when so i think they do or have when we've bought games but this time around we didn't yeah. buy anything we were just asking about the warranty and yeah. stuff so gotcha. yeah they still do they do funko land never had anything like that it was like it felt it really felt sketchy when you went into that that store. It felt like you were in some trailer park. Not not anything against trailer parks, sorry, but yeah. it felt like you were in some back alley making deals with some guy because it was like with we print that. our prices on, you know, these little mini papers that you can read and uh they would haggle. I you know, you'd hear people come in and haggle with the guys about what price they were paying for the the old used game or it was just it was weird it was a weird time wow. to be a 12 year old or a 10 year old and just like these weird guys you know who were clearly i don't know what they were doing with their lives but they certainly were not going they're to college <laughs> so, yes, they were living life on the edge yeah it was a it was a different different time yeah gosh well hopefully we haven't just lost all of our listeners yeah i feel like we probably alienated like you know 90 percent of the people but it's fine all the people that that are uh, enjoying uh, one more thing before we leave, because uh, this is from a listener of ours who actually wanted me to call this out. Okay. Uh, you are incorrect about the best uh, handheld or the best controller. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh boy. Uh, uh, that the PS 
or the PlayStation DualShock controllers, specifically like the PS4 controller, is not the best controller. And that N64 is definitely not the best controller either. It is not ergonomically set up correct. It is not like the best no. feeling controller. Uh, uh, you're wrong. You're wrong. And how could you be so wrong? Um, I'm not just going to divulge this. I already know who you're who, talking about. <laughs> but uh, I died laughing when this person told me. Okay. And I had we're going to go through it one more time. Okay. Because they uh, obviously uh, were not listening. The best controller. <laughs> In all of time, all of time, is of the time. GameCube controller. That is the best no. controller, hands okay. down. Then second best is the PlayStation 4 controller. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That was good. Yeah. All right. Well, sir, I think I'm, I am uh, all out of ideas. I don't have any, like, sales because, you know, frankly, I'm being lazy and I don't want to put the effort in. And that's how we get listeners, you know, being lazy. And, but um, I do want to point out that Journey, which is fantastic. Ooh, yes. And used to yes. be PlayStation exclusive, is now on iOS. Ooh. I don't think it's on Android. Sorry, Android. But it's on iOS. Sucks to suck. It's $5, and it is worth every penny. Please go buy that game. It is awesome. You will love it. Maybe you won't, but even if you don't, it's 5 bucks. So it's, it's great. It's, uh, it's really, it's like moving art, really, is what it is. It's just so good and so it much fun. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Where did it originally come on? It was PlayStation 3 was the original. Yeah, wow, that looks really good. And then they remastered it and put it on PlayStation 4. I bought that one too. And then um, now I've bought bought this one. Yeah, I bought it again. (laughs) And, you know, I bought it knowing that I would play it and enjoy it. But my my daughter was super into the PlayStation 3 one. And then I bought it on PlayStation 4. She played it a couple times. She was all about it. And then... I was like flipping out. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gonna love this. And I brought it home, and she's like, yeah, I'm not really into Journey. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna flip out about this. It's so cool. It's on my phone. It, look, it's on my phone. And she gave me like the she's eye like, roll. <laughs> she's like, like, Dad, please. I was like, oh, okay, fine. I'll play it then. Me, I went and sat down. <laughs> let me play my Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and and there really hasn't been a lot of deals. Like I said, it, the. The last couple of weeks have been pretty slow with uh, game news in general. There really hasn't been a lot. Um, I think we, we're really at the lull between the fall releases. As when it really picks up is when we start to have the big drops happening. Like all the games that were announced in the E3 at the beginning of summer are actually dropping uh, as we get into fall. So perfect time for people to play games on their breaks. Yeah. Of course, and... Uh, during the holidays, so nothing uh, really unfortunately going on. There, there were a couple Steam sale things that went on, but the only thing that really caught my eye because I did see some deals go by is that Spider-Man for PlayStation Four is now fifteen dollars. Oh, oh, it's fifteen. Yeah. I saw it for twenty dollars at like Target, so that's actually yeah, pretty good. Today, I saw a couple emails come by that it was fifteen bucks, so to download it. So, like, not the non-physical copy is fifteen bucks. Totally worth it. 100% worth. I spent, I think, 30 on it and it was totally worth it. So That's still pretty cheap. Yeah, 15 bucks. That, ca- that game just came out like a year and a half ago. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. We're in the cycle, man. Jeez. It's in the cycle. <laughs> it's in the cycle, man, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, God. It's, I can't it's say the that. Cycle, I'm never going to say that bro. again. Well, well, there's our title. It's the cycle, bro. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, is this the part where you tell me, hurtfully, that you're done talking to me? No, I'm actually going to say this is a wonderful time, and I will uh, talk to you later, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) 
Yeah, it was good to talk to you too. Uh, uh, see ya. Bye. Catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>